Welcome to the Coffee with Kara podcast. I am so excited for today's coffee chat and I feel so honored that you're here to keep time out of your day to join me on this imaginary coffee date. So without any further ado, grab your favorite drink, maybe a snack, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's been forever since I've recorded a podcast episode, and I'm super excited about this because I have a super fun topic that we are going to discuss today. So if you're in your car, I'm so excited to be with you on your drive. If you're doing dishes, hello. If you're just taking a walk in this gorgeous spring weather, I'm glad to be with you there as well. So wherever you are, thank you so much for listening. Today's topic is how far is too far or what sort of boundaries do I need to have in my dating relationship? All right, so in this episode today, we are going to be pulling um, what we're talking about from the Bible, from 1 Thessalonians 4, 3 through 8. So I'm going to go ahead and read that passage for us here on this podcast. Okay, so um, starting in verse 3. Of First Thessalonians four, for this is God's will for your your sanctification. Man, hang on, let me take some water before I read this. My mouth is dry. Ah, much better. Okay, here we go. Take two. For this is God's will, your sanctification, that you keep away from sexual immorality, that each of you knows how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not with lustful passions like the Gentiles who don't know God. This means one must not transgress against and take advantage of a brother or a sister in this manner, because the Lord is an avenger of all these offenses, as we previously told and warned you. For God has not called us to impurity, but to live in holiness. Consequently, anyone who rejects this does not reject man, but God who gives you his Holy Spirit. Let's break down this passage bit by bit and talk about what it is saying. Okay, so the first little bit said, for this is God's will, your sanctification. Okay, so so often we wonder, what is God's will for my life? Or what does God want me to do? This verse tells us God wants us to be sanctified. Sanctification is a fancy church church term. So I googled it and I looked it up on dictionary.com as all centennials do to see what this word means, to have the official dictionary definition. All right, so it said to make holy, to set apart as sacred, consecrate, to purify or free from sin. Okay, so basically that just means God wants us to be holy. And considering that Jesus came to die for our sins so we could be made right with God, that makes sense. Okay, so I also love what this dictionary.com definition says about purity, it being free from sin. So I have a blog post written all about how we cannot earn our purity, and I will leave a link to that in the show notes so you can read it if you want to. But, so we cannot earn purity. It is God's gift to us. And I think that is important to keep in mind as we start discussing how far is too far physically in a dating relationship. Okay. So let's just keep going on in verse three. For this is God's will, your sanctification, that you keep away from sexual immorality. Okay, so if you're asking this question, how far is too far? Odds are you are aware of the biblical standard that sex belongs within marriage. It does not belong before marriage. It does not belong outside of marriage. It should not be abused in any sort of way. Um, 
so we're just going to assume here that we have the same standard there that sex belongs within marriage. If you are listening to this podcast, you're probably on the same page with me here. Okay, so we're just going to keep going and start reading in verse 4 in a second. Okay, so for this is God's will, your sanctification, that you keep away from sexual immorality, that each of you knows how to control his own body in holiness and honor. Okay, so this is where the light bulb went off in my head when I was first reading this, okay? So this is the key, okay, for how far is too far? Holiness and honor. If you're at a spot where you're able to grab your Bible and look at this with me, I want you to highlight or underline those words, holiness and honor, because I don't know, like, so I want you to think about this. Okay, so I don't know what is in your head that you're wondering about when you ask the question, how far is too far? 99% of the time when people ask this, there's some sort of action in their head that they're like, ooh, I wonder if I can do this. And I think that varies based upon person to person and based upon their experiences of what they're wondering is too far, okay? So I think too that what that standard of, quote, too far is, is different for different people based upon their upbringing upbringing and past experiences. As Christians, we definitely can get behind that having sex is too far. Like you should not do that if you're not married. But everything else though is kind of like this gray area. So regardless if you're wondering if holding hands or French kissing is too far, I want you to hold it up to this test, okay? I want you to think, can I do this action with my boyfriend while treating him with holiness and honor? Does this activity honor God? Does it honor me? Does it honor him? Are we striving to live in holiness? Okay, so here's the thing, guys. If you can set up all sorts of boundaries in your dating relationship, you can make a list and post it on your refrigerator for all I care. You can make a list, but if your heart is not in it and you do not 100% agree with whatever you wrote down on paper, then you're not gonna wanna follow it. You cannot serve God out of legalism. You cannot follow these boundaries, like, just because it's a rule that you have to follow. You'll waltz right past any boundary you set up. So, you need to follow these out of, like, whatever standard you want to hold yourself to, that's fine, but your motivation and your heart needs to be out of devotion to God and out of wanting to honor him and wanting to live in holiness rather than worrying about if you're going to get caught or if said thing is sin. Okay. So I love what Felicia Masonheimer, Felicia Masonheimer says about this when she says, the question isn't how far is too far, but rather how holy can I be? And I'll leave a link to her blog post where she says that in the show notes as well. Okay. So keep that holiness in mind or holy, I cannot talk today, guys, man, I'm sorry. Real life with Kara 101. Okay. So keep that holiness and honor test in your head as we keep talking about this. Gotta get more water. All right, let's go. For this is God's will, your sanctification, that you keep away from sexual immorality, that each of you knows how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not with lustful passions like the Gentiles who don't know God. Okay, so in this culture, there were two main groups of people that the Bible would talk about the Jews and the Christians and the Gentiles. Basically, the Gentiles were anyone that don't know God. Okay, so in our culture, we're going to apply this verse kind of to our lives. The Gentiles here is talking about anyone who does not know God, non-Christians, okay? 
So it does not take us long to figure out what lustful passions the world around us thinks is normal. Just look at what movies are being made and what is shown on TV. Like trash TV is such a thing now and it keeps being more and more shows coming out about lustful passions. So we are to be set apart. After all, that's the definition of holiness. In fact, simply us refraining from having sex before we get married is the way we are set apart from the world. This makes me think of Madison from this past season of The Bachelor. This is not an endorsement for The Bachelor. Just heard about it. Anyway, so she received some heat because she refused to compromise on her Christian standards of saving sex for marriage. Okay? Our culture thinks that is bizarro. And if we stand firm in that decision, we are going to be looked at like we're weirdos. Okay, so let's get back to this lustful passion part of the verse. Our handy-dandy dictionary.com defines lust as intense sexual desire or appetite. So, with that thing that you're thinking about in your head, whatever you're wondering about, is this okay? I want you to think, what activity, like does this activity promote intense sexual desire? Okay, I want you to think too, like what other activities beyond just what I'm thinking about would promote intense sexual desire? Those are the sorts of things that this passage of the Bible is warning us against and telling us to stay away from. Okay, so this standard of staying away from lustful passions and pursuing holiness and honor is going to look different per couple. I can't tell you these are the things you should do, these are the things you should not do, because you might be able to do something with your boyfriend while being completing him with while treating him with complete holiness and honor that would be more of a temptation for me and my boyfriend and that might cause us to live in that lustful the lustful passion state guys i cannot talk today mm. oh, this is so bad okay so anyway ah drinking water drinking water water is good Anyway, so each of us are tempted in different ways, and that's what makes this how far is too far question so complicated to get a clear answer on. Okay, so if you're thinking about what might encourage lustful passions in your relationship, and you worry that you might have a hard time staying away from that, I want to encourage you once again that you cannot earn your purity. Okay? You cannot do anything to earn your purity. A steamy makeout session, while it might lead to lust, it will not keep you from your eternal salvation if you have been saved by Jesus. Okay? Keep that in mind. We're not talking about salvation issues here. We are talking about how far is too far. And we're wanting to honor God. And we're wanting to honor our boyfriend when we're even talking about this, right? Okay, so I want to read a verse real quick from Titus. If you have your Bible, flip over there with me. It's Titus 2, 11 through 12. This is what it says. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing in salvation for all people, instructing us to, desire, to deny godliness and worldly lusts, and to live in a sensible, righteous, and godly way in the present age. We do not have to do this alone. We do not have to walk through our dating relationships alone. We have the grace of God helping us every single step of the way. And the Holy Spirit living inside of us, showing us what is right and wrong. Okay, so let's keep reading in this passage. Okay, so I'm going to start in verse 6 now. Okay, so we just talked about not with lustful passions like the Gentiles who don't know God. Okay, verse 6. 
This means one must not transgress against and take advantage of a brother or sister in this manner. Okay. So I'm going to ask you to ask yourself another serious question. Okay. So I want you to ask, am I using my boyfriend in any way to make myself feel blank? Okay. Fill in the blank there. Better loved, more desirable, more pretty. Am I using my boyfriend in any way to make myself feel blank? If the action or actions that you've been wondering about and thinking about while listening to this podcast are coming from a motive of using your boyfriend for pleasure rather than loving him, then you probably shouldn't do whatever it is you're thinking about. Because if you truly love your boyfriend, then you will want what's best for him. You will want to encourage him to be holy and to pursue his relationship with God. You will want him to honor God with his body. And I hope he'll want to honor God with your body as well. Okay, so this is why it is so important to date someone who is a Christian and who shares your values as well. Okay, also this verse, side note, where it says, this means one must not transgender transgress against and take advantage of a brother or sister in this manner guys i'm just gonna say it god hates rape and he hates abuse and that is a sin and if that sort of action has been taken against you my heart goes out to you and i just want to say that you did nothing wrong and i'm so sorry that you were taken advantage of and the person who did that to you was definitely sinning not you gonna move on okay The next part of this verse says, because the Lord is an avenger of all these offenses. Okay. The Lord is an avenger. I'm not into Marvel movies at all, but the fact that this says God is an avenger, I think is pretty cool because I've gone and seen some of the Marvel movies like Endgame and the Infinity War one and stuff. I saw those with my boyfriend without having seen hardly any other Marvel movies and I was totally lost, but Anyway, that's off topic, but God is an adventure. That's so cool. It's basically, God cares about you. This goes back to what I was just saying. It matters to him that you don't get taken advantage of by anyone. He doesn't want you taking advantage of anyone else either. He desires that God, guys, he desires that sex be kept for marriage and that you run from lustful passions. That desire that he has isn't out of this motive of, I don't want them to have any sort of fun at all. No, he, God wants us to live this way because he loves us and living a pure life. Remember, we don't earn our purity, but living and striving after holiness is fantastic because we're living within God's will. Going back up to verse three, that is God's will for us, our sanctification, that we be made holy. Okay, so I'm going to read the whole passage, you know, why not? And then just up until the next little part, okay? So, for this is God's will, your sanctification, that you, be, that you keep away from sexual immorality, that each of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not with lustful passions like to the Gentiles who don't know God. This means one must not transgress against and take advantage of a brother or a sister in this manner, because the Lord is an avenger of all these offenses, as we have previously told and warned you. For God has not called us to impurity, but to live in holiness. 
Okay, so I've already touched on, and I've already said that I'm going to leave a link to this, but we have established that God, that our, <laughs> guys, we don't earn our purity, we get it through Jesus, okay, anyway, we can't be pure based upon anything that we do or don't do, that is all based upon Christ and him dying on the cross and him raising from the dead, Purity is more than virginity. It is more than physical touch. It is more about what you do and don't do. It is your state of being as a Christian, okay? Jesus gives us our purity. However, just because we are made pure because Jesus died for our sins does not mean we have a free pass to do whatever the heck we want, okay? Like, just because we are made pure doesn't mean we can walk in impurity and I know that's kind of like a weird contradiction being like but think about it guys if we are made pure in Christ and so we are pure going and walking and doing things that are impure is a contradiction it's like oil and water they shouldn't mix and we're human still right and so we are going to mess up we are still going to sin be that some sort of physical action or be that lying or cheating or stealing or you know any of the sins you know we're still gonna mess up because we're human but that's where grace comes in right and that's where us trying to follow after god's word and growing in our relationship with him and relying on the holy spirit to give us strength that's where that comes into play right because here verse 7 it says god has not called us to impurity but to live in holiness okay so the opposite of impurity is holiness. And I think that's super cool. And that again, goes back to the beginning where it says, this is God's will, your sanctification, you be made pure. Okay. Last verse, verse eight, I think is key. Consequently, anyone who rejects this does not reject man, but God who gives you his Holy Spirit. Consequently, anyone who rejects this does not reject man, but God who gives you his Holy Spirit. Okay, so this goes back to what I've been saying. If you make a list of this is what I can do, this is what I can't do, that is great. That is fine. I encourage you actually to do that because it's good to think about your personal boundaries and what would be too far for you and what you can do with holiness and honor, not with lustful passion. And knowing this is my standard, I cannot go beyond this because then I'm entering into lustful passion and that's not okay. But What I have written down, or really it's in my head, I don't have it written down, but what I have in my head of this action would be too far for me, I can't, I'm not going to tell you what that standard is. I'm not going to tell you what I have for myself because A, you might, if you were thinking like, oh my goodness, I can't do anything beyond that and that be a sin, that may not be true. Or you might think, oh my goodness, I can do these things and I didn't think I would be able to. I don't want to say that either. Like you need to pray about it and you need to seek after the Lord and seek the Holy Spirit and really, really think about yourself and what can you do with holiness and honor or what would you do that is out of a motive of lustful passion, okay? But if you completely reject this desire to live in holiness and this desire to follow after God, Verse 8 tells us that rejecting this 
is not rejecting man or man-made standards. It is rejecting God who gives us his Holy Spirit. And that is why it's so important that whatever standard you set for yourself is not based upon legalism or not based upon some sort of man-made guidelines that people have said or that you've read in a book or something, but based off of the Holy Spirit and based off of what you find in God's word. Okay, I hope that makes sense. Um, anyway, so that's basically the gist of it, guys, for how far is too far. The better question is to be, can I do this while living in holiness and honor and treating my boyfriend with honor, treating myself with honor, following after God, pursuing holiness? Is this action promoting lustful passion? Those are the sorts of questions you need to ask because how far is too far is a very vague question. And those sorts of questions, is this holy? Is this honorable? Is this lustful passion? Those will give you more straightforward answers and help you think through what would be too far for you. Okay. Um, I do want to touch on real quick this question of like, well, what if my boyfriend has different standards from me? Or if you're single, like, what if I start dating someone who thinks that blah, blah, blah is okay, but for me, that's not holiness or honor. What I heard someone say, and this might be the Stephanie Mae Wilson podcast as well, and I cannot remember which podcast episode this was. I just recommend all of hers. Go listen to them. Anyway, I think on theirs where I heard this, that in a dating relationship, if one person has stricter standards than the other person, then the couple needs to go with that person, like that person's guidelines for what they can do, not do, okay? Because then like that, hmm, how do I put this? As we said, right? Every person, this looks different and it's very, very rare that you start a dating relationship and y'all are 100% on the same page as this is okay. This is not okay. This is holy. This is not. Um, so in those discrepancies, if for example, say <sighs> your boyfriend does not want to kiss until he gets married, Let's just say that, for example, because I feel like kissing is a common one that comes up. Um, then, and you think that kissing is totally fine before you get married, you need to go with his. And you need to kind of sacrifice that longing of kissing him to honor your boyfriend in this regard, okay? Or if you're the one who doesn't want to kiss until engagement or whatever it is you want to do, um, then your boyfriend needs to respect that as well so that he can treat you with holiness and honor, okay? And that you need to have conversations with him and it's very much grace-filled and stuff. Anyway, that is my, again, that is Kara's personal opinion that I heard from Stephanie Mae Wilson, I think, and took from her. I definitely think that is just the best way to go about that. However, that is not coming from God's word. So take that as you will. Okay, so anyway, I encourage you today, when you go have your personal Jesus time and go read your Bible, go read 1 Thessalonians 4, really all of 1 Thessalonians, but 1 Thessalonians 4, 3 through 8 to get this and like to study it more and to look at this and then go highlight holiness and honor, not with lustful passion, because that's the main key of how far is too far, right? Okay, so I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for listening. Um, hope you have a fabulous day. Thank you so- 
so much for listening to this episode of Coffee with Kara. If you enjoyed it, I hope you would please send it to a friend so that they can listen to it too and so that way y'all can discuss what you think. I would love to connect with you over on Instagram. You can find me at Kara Downscore Beth 17. I am also on Facebook. You can find me at uh, Joy Because Grace. And I'm also on TikTok now. I haven't posted very much, but you can find me there at Joy Because Grace if you like TikTok as well. I think that's it. All right. So I will talk to you again later. I hope you have a fabulous day. Bye.